Hey, welcome back to Music Sucks and I Want to Die. My name is Jake. I'm Matt. And today, we don't actually feel like researching or doing any work. So we're going to spend the next 45 minutes to two hours <laughs> ranting about vocalists. And disclaimer, we're going to be giant fucking assholes this episode. There will be a date later on where we have like a very balanced discussion on what it means to be a vocalist and how difficult it can be. And uh, all the challenges that come with like that kind of role. Not today. I would like to apologize, though, ahead of time. What do you got? For all the vocalists that I know and work with. Yeah, same. And, you know. Yeah, this is going to be bad, and we apologize. We probably don't mean you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely don't mean you. Don't worry. <laughs> so, yeah, today's going to be basically just one giant rant, you know, fueled by the champagne of beers today. Good old mm, it's so cold and it's so hot in my apartment. It's very hot in here, and that's probably why we're so angry. Yeah, probably. Let's get this shit started, shall we? Take what? it away, Jake. Okay. What so, do you love about vocalists? Well, ooh, good question. Starting it right off. I actually hate nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Nothing, nothing at all. Yeah, no, nothing at all. No, it's not that. It's just hard to think of right now when I'm in this giant ranty mood. Putting you on the spot. Yeah. What about you? What do you uh, love about vocalists? You know, we're going to rant about vocalists, but I would say they are really important part of music. Yep. Actually, like, the most important part to a lot of people, especially audience members. Yes, definitely audience um, members. I love working with vocalists as, like, a concept. <laughs> like, I like having them in, in the group. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, agree, I agree with that. And uh, when a vocalist is really good. Oh, yeah. Um, And, like is not an asshole at the same time. Like it can feel really like empowering as an instrumentalist to like be accompanying mm -hmm, them or just be mm -hmm. on the same band as them. Yeah. It's, so it's, you know, you know, you and I do a lot of instrumental music, but mm -hmm. it's a whole different thing playing with vocals. Yeah. Vocal music. And, yeah. Cause people yeah. care. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what it is. <laughs> Fucking got him, dude. Not that we're bitter or jealous of vocalists at all. Yeah. That's not what this episode oh, is no. coming from. Oh yeah. This, this rant is purely uh, from the best of intentions. Obviously. Obviously. So uh, I guess we should just kind of start at the beginning. When you choose an instrument, it's a long journey ahead of you. But some people don't have to choose an instrument because they choose to sing. Hey, man, the voice is an instrument. We're going to talk about that. You ever have those, oh. <laughs> you have those girls in like middle school or stuff where the teacher would be like doing icebreakers and she'd be like, how many people play an instrument? <laughs> and a couple people raise their hand and then some girl would always be like, Everyone plays one because you can all sing and the voice is an instrument. Yeah, that never happened to me. Oh. So it makes me very happy because <laughs> I, you know, our band and choir teacher was like the same person. And he always thought that because he, <laughs> yeah, he was uh, he was like a guitarist, funk guitarist in like the 60s and 70s. So he probably so he knew he knew, dude, he was he was grinding our grind now. You know uh -oh. what I mean? So. <laughs> Um, but yes, yeah, sorry, continue. I don't even remember where I was, uh, dude. You select an instrument at a young age, oh, yes. usually. And, uh... Uh, but some people do not select instruments. Some people choose to sing instead. And the reason behind that is probably, you know, there's many, many reasons. But like one of them that people don't often realize is that singing is often the easiest way to engage with music at the beginning. I think there's another part to that, too. Well, it kind of goes hand in hand, but... um. Especially, you know, our generation, but even like way before that, uh, you know, you're a little kid and you have media shoved down your throat mm -hmm. and there's always like the pop stars and the glamorous and like Britney Spears and Christina, sure, yeah. Spice Girls, all this shit. Yeah. This and is literally a 90s generation thing. I know, right but now. I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, put, it, put it whatever back, your yeah. appropriate uh, back, person yeah. is. Uh, but and most like almost all of them are women. Right. And so you're like a youngin and. Mm -hmm. It seems that mostly uh, most vocalists are also women. Yeah. Turns out. And I think that's like, okay, you're a kid and you're like, that's awesome. I want to be like that. And so you're like, you know, messing around and you're like, oh, I'm singing, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like adults just encourage it a lot. Oh, totally. Yeah. And especially because you're saying it's so easy. It's like, oh, I saw a slash play. I want to play guitar. Well, now I have to go fucking suck in my room for a year. Yeah. At least. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. But like, uh, I don't, I have fucking yeah. these parents who have to deal with a first year violin student. Dude. Oh, yeah. My like, kid. 
never playing violin. No, <laughs> no. But if you're like a little kid singing, it's like, oh, he's got the cute little kid voice. Yeah, and like, yeah. yeah keep and it's not like and, inherently yeah. offensive, like a horrible guitar player yes, is or exactly. a horrible piano. So is. I think, like saying, it's easier to engage with. It gets uh, from a young age, especially, and then you have like parents or whatever supporting you, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah. Uh, and I think you just kind of like gradually like yeah that's what i do i sing that's right i'm a vocalist when that line gets drawn when you become a vocalist is an interesting one too <laughs> um that's that topic is multifold. It has to be god this is gonna be a, there's a lot of stuff to being a vocalist good and bad but today it's only the bad so yeah there's a lot of things like you don't have to learn a lot of music theory as a singer pretty much none yeah you really don't yeah you have to memorize lyrics which is a thing i which honestly, I, I, I don't know if I could. Do I know, it, dude. Like, I, I do. I do like karaoke, right? And I still have to watch the word. I've sang the same song yeah. like at least fifty times. I feel I like still my brain just doesn't work that way. Yeah, like, just, I, yeah. And there's all that, so they don't have to like really learn theory. Interestingly enough, they also don't have to uh, bring any gear ever to any show. Well, oh boy, what about like their outfits? Oh right, of course, those are heavy and annoying. Yeah. Hey, sometimes they have a mic. <laughs> that's true, actually. Sometimes I have seen singers with really cool mics, and that's they're that's usually really heavy and hard to carry. Oh, right, yes, and they're usually very uh, awkward and large. And um, but they make up for it because they usually help the band haul gear, right? Of course, right, yeah. Jake? That, yeah, that, that vocalists all totally help all I the time. It. Every that's show, every time, they're always out there with the drums, just like yeah, yeah, taking yeah. extra trips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck that, dude. I. <laughs> I play keyboards, obviously. When I play live shows, I have lots of gear. And um, I can count on my hands the amount of times I've been helped by a vocalist still. I actually remember a couple of them because it's so weird. This many times. (laughs) I think I've had a few, mostly somewhat recently. Um, It's uh, funny, too. We'll talk about this later, I think, more, but... It'll a lot of times, especially when you're working for a vocalist and it's like their thing. Yeah. They're going to be like, a lot of times they're super specific. I'm like, oh, can you bring this and this and this? And it's like, you're going to pay me more for all yeah. that? You're going to have to carry all that in here? Do you, like, do you know what a cartage fee is? Yeah. Like, can I can I get some schleppage fee going on? I appreciate on? you want like an acoustic guitar and an electric, but like, I don't want to bring both those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's, fuck you, it's way worse with keyboards. It's oh, like, I'm sure, yeah. because yeah, my shit's like eight times heavier yeah, all the time. Yeah. It's like, hey, can you bring your really nice uh, digital piano and your fake, uh, like, your clone yeah. organ? I'm like, both of those are 60 pounds. Fuck no, I'm bringing one. You got to live with it. Make a choice now. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, your gig pays $80 to 150 And I was like, nah. 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 <laughs> Not doing it. So, carding gear is like this kind of, in my opinion, this underrated part of playing music. Underrated. underrated. Not, not underrated. <laughs> Y'all like, miss it now. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like under underappreciated, I guess, part of playing music. You mean people don't realize how shitty it is? Yeah. Yeah, that's, exactly that's real. I mean. Like, it's a fucking nightmare. Like, say, how heavy is your lightest amp that you bring to shows? Uh, Well, if I drink the head and the cap, on their own, they're only like 50 pounds each, but that's... <laughs> I have to bring oh, both of them, and my pedal board's like almost that Dude, heavy. <laughs> you're like little Vox amp. Yeah, that like, thing was like sixty pounds. Yeah, that's sixty yeah, actually, pounds. The combo yeah. amps can be heavier because yeah. it's like both in one. Ooh. Yeah, because you don't have to fucking. Oh god, Ugh. we need some roadies, dude. I always say, man, roadies over groupies any day. Any day, man. You can find. Not that we get either of yeah. those. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, let's get back on topic here. We're talking about vocalists, apparently. So. Again, so far, we've pretty much been all bad. Let's say, uh, let's throw a little olive branch. It's probably harder to make dollars as a vocalist. Actually, it's not probably. It's way harder. Yeah, very few bands are like, we need to hire a singer for, like, anything. Anything. Unless yeah, you're, yeah. like, starting a band. It's not like you're, like... Yeah, you there's, know. like, there uh, there have been the occasional band I'm in where they hire backup singers. Sure. And that's more towards the... Uh, the casino crowds, the covers, the mm-hmm. all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's more production oriented. But like, you're not out there making indie music as a vocalist and getting you know lots of money right, instantly. Right, Like, I can. I'm fortunate enough to be able to play probably the most ubiquitous and useful instrument. Yeah, probably as a piano yeah. keyboard player. Yeah. Like, and there's just tons of work wherever I need it, wherever I go. Church people aren't getting or vocalists aren't getting like church gigs to get paid money for, right? Sure, sure. It's much. I mean, yeah, you can join a choir, but those don't really pay either. No, and... not sometimes you have to pay for those. <laughs> yeah, there you unless go. you're sick. But like, it's harder to find roles just to come in and make money as a singer. So you have to really focus on self promotion. Yep. 
and you really have to focus on getting your brand out there. You have to record a bunch of shit that's never going to see the light of day. Oh, and like, I won't say they're all good at this, but it would be a pain in the ass to like always have to be the one to organize bands and musicians. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a nightmare. Bring music, and it's like... From the very... Uh, from like the little I've had to do that, which is more enough to say how much of a nightmare it is. Mm -hmm. It fucking sucks. It sucks. Like I will never forget. Like I'm sure um, like my friend Carrie's going to listen to this and just be like, dude, you're fucking telling me. Uh, it's like you send an email out about a gig and you put all the details on there. Right. And then you just get 400 questions about it. He's like, that are all in that email. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? And that's what every vocalist has to deal with all the time with fucking because musicians are idiots. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. We also don't care. We also don't care. That's, uh, that's, so I think it's more what it is. Yeah, the real problem is you need to, you don't even want to spend the time as a sideman even looking at that email. Well, it's hard, too. I mean, like, if someone was like, here's, like, $1,000, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to make this as Hell fucking yeah, easy yeah, yeah. as I can for you because you're actually paying. But, like, no one, no, like, self-financed musician is going to be able to afford that. Yeah. And, like, nor should they. But, like it's uh, you kind of have to live with it i guess yeah. and at least we can take a break because like yeah we both do like band leading stuff we can also just be like yeah i'm just in the band and everything is just dealt with for me and i just mm -hmm. show up and play and i don't have to worry about anything so. yeah totally so we, the pressure will never be on us 100 of the time yeah. as far as that goes and that's super wonderful and also it also sucks to be a vocalist because you are the face of the group at all times, and we never really have to worry about that. Sure. I'm sure a lot of people enjoy that, but that's still a lot of work. Yeah, exa exactly. Yeah. Like, you can be naturally drawn to that. I think vocalist personality types are probably drawn to that in general. Divas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so stuff like that are naturally drawn to be, like, the focal point of attention. Mm -hmm. uh, but, man, like, if you do it outside of your normal role, like, say you had to, like, front man a band, it's, like, really <laughs> awkward and hard. Just trying to picture that. I know. Uh, I know. It'd be fucking awesome. Uh, I know. It's, it is very nice. I mean, like, we obviously still have to perform and, like, mm -hmm. put enthusiasm into it, but we yeah. mostly get to concentrate on what we're doing. Oh, uh, if any of you want examples of this, whenever coronavirus is over, which is never, um, go to your nearest jazz club and just watch someone lead a band there. Like, say it's like an instrumental quartet, right? Mm -hmm. Some asshole is going to go up in front of a mic and be like, yeah, that last song I wrote in um, I wrote it in 1996. It was about my uh, my breakup with my wife. Um, my dog died that year too, so I uh, wrote that song, and it's very meaningful to me. And then they count it off, and it's like fucking bebop, right? Do 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 do. To this one time, this guy got up there. He's like, "This song is by some guy in Seattle." I was 19. <laughs> I was 19 years old. That was 10 years ago. Okay. And we'll never we'll forget it. I, I, it'll never been forget. I was, this was 10 years ago. I'm mad at you. <laughs> but it just goes to show it's how it. much work it is it to is. front a band and talk to an audience. Man, I will say my life has improved as a front man by tenfold since then. I regularly go out and uh, accidentally run over girls in the crowd with my keytar. When I take a keytar solo, uh, as a front man. And uh, that's a definite improvement. <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah, not only do you have to be the face, you also get all the attention, like, before or after the gig. Yeah, and you have to talk to people, like, engage. Like, we can just fuck off backstage Hell and not yeah. worry about it. I've never fucked off stage faster than when I was a front man. Like, even twice. <laughs> and it's like, that's really bad, because you can't engage with your audience yeah, it's basically all kind of dependent on you there's always like the weird guys that want to talk to us yeah like, yeah king crimson was great yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude look what what uh, model is that pedal you yeah, use well, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's always gonna happen oh but. i don't think that keyboard's quite as good as mine <laughs> <laughs> so yeah vocalists yeah, yeah have to deal with that pretty much all the time and they have to like be on like even after the performance they still have to be on well they're performing till they leave yeah exactly yeah. it's all fucking show business mm -hmm. and it's a nightmare so sorry, vocalists. Yeah, let's see where we're at here. Yeah, another reason, another way it's tough. Like we were mentioning earlier, uh, when you're beginning as a singer, you don't really have to learn um, theory or any of that. But if you want to later on, when you start, you know, being really invested in music, it's a lot harder coming from a singing perspective than it is an instrumental perspective. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know why that is. Probably because you know vocals are monophonic and they don't. They're monophonic. There's not like a key you can press to hit a note. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, like there's nothing physical to it besides just how it feels in your throat or chest. Or, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you could like sing a scale, but you also don't really know 
what is happening when you do it, you know? You totally. can't, like, visually sit down and go, like, oh, do, 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 do. Yeah. Right. So uh, to become someone who's, like, more knowledgeable about how music kind of works, you have to kind of learn an instrument, honestly. Yeah. Usually piano or guitar. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, the two, that makes sense. Or and, ukulele if you're really hip. Oh, my God, please end me. So, like... Uh, I'm actually glad you mentioned guitar because I almost disagree. Guitar is a, such a shitty instrument. Hold up. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, so what I basically mean, this will be for another day, but like the short version is guitar is kind of illogically laid out, I think. Only from your perspective. Oh, okay. In a lot of ways, it's more logical. All right, we're going to have to make this an episode. If I want to play a scale in a different key, it's the exact same fingers. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, Jay, uh, that's Mr. Tight. 12 different fucking fingerings. <laughs> There's like four. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's just a different way. And I'm tired of you fucking piano yeah. privilege oh, people. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, the theory was built around my instrument. Oh, your instrument's illogical. Hell no. It, it no, okay. That's that's another episode. Did we tell us today's going to be like a rant day? This is a rant day. That's Very gonna, serious episode. Yeah, So, but regardless, yes, piano and guitar, vocalists kind of have to learn it to engage with theory Totally. Yeah. I guess you can learn it, but it's it just seems harder. It, I mean, like you can be like, okay, I know what makes this chord, but like, yeah, what does that? do? Yeah. good does that do? <laughs> it, it's hard to analyze uh, like chords from monophonic instrument yeah, perspective. Yeah. Like a lot of, I know a lot of horn players that are like really bad with chords because they, um, you know, have no experience in chords. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> gotta learn it, dude. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck are you giving me this start for, dude? Yeah, actually, yeah. <sighs> Where the fuck are we here? We have a wonderful envelope full of little shitty notes here. A lot of preparation went into this episode. Oh, yeah. He got here like five minutes. We're like, what the fuck are we talking about today? Yeah. Another thing. Yeah. Can, kind of continuing on this train. Vocalists aren't really as highly regarded as instrumentalists. Right. It's generally seen as secondary to them. Yeah. Well, uh, again, let's preface this again. Audience-wise, no. Well, I don't know about that. You don't think so? I I mean, I don't know if they necessarily make that distinction, but, like, in the same way that we will, but I think if they go to see someone saying, and they, like, get on the piano, they still consider them a vocalist. Okay. And they're kind of just accompanying themselves. I yeah. don't think they're necessarily going, like, oh, that great singer-guitar player, which right. there are those, I think, especially in, like, rock yeah, that, that's a little more common, but I think if like a jazz singer or something like that, if they're playing piano, a lot of times it just seems like background to what they are singing. Yeah. I mean, it, singing and playing is quite difficult. I'm not gonna it lie. is. Yeah, I'm not. So. Like, I'm just saying I think it's like regarded as like a secondary thing. I don't think they're. You don't usually have people walking out of a show like that and being like, wow, they are really great at piano. Yeah, I guess that's true. And mostly because they're not. Well, <laughs> yeah, I will think of someone like um, Diana Krall. Mm-hmm. Well, like, you know, I know it's just kind of like, yeah, jazz, jazz. But she's good at singing and good at piano. Yeah, she, she like she's actually a good will piano. have like whole instrumental sections. Yeah, and, like, and she can like band. she can improvise. Yeah, she can yeah. communicate with the band. She mm-hmm. can play. I still think most people I, consider I her a singer, though. No, you're you're 100 percent right. Yeah. She's 100 percent a singer in the mm-hmm. consciousness of America. And um, which is a bit of a shame because she's not bad. I don't really enjoy her playing that much, but like that doesn't mean she's not good. No, no, I should kind of like her. Yeah. But, um, but so yeah, so in general, vocalists is like kind of being maybe judged a little harsher than I mean, uh, instrumentals. This is, I guess, probably just totally my bias. But uh, <laughs> I'm go. never at a show. I'm watching and the singer singing, and then they go to pick up a guitar for a song. How much fear? Oh, what does your heart rate get up to? <laughs> My heart rate gets up to 200 BPM. It goes, it goes high. Yeah. That's a bad one. There are a lot of situations. Like anytime like a novelty instrument comes on stage when vocals are related, I'm just like, I once saw this vocalist grab a harmonium and I'm like, no. And then she proceeded to just do nothing on it for like a million years and then just keep singing. And I was like, come on. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot of that. Lot. Yeah, man. There's a there's a lot of stuff, man. Um, it's yes, it's hard to be a vocalist, but like when you're trying that hard, when you grab a harmonium that adds nothing. Yeah, I wonder about these. things. I think <laughs> we're gonna slowly creep into the uh, ranty mean territory here. That's right. uh, yeah, yeah. But I think you know, vocalists, like we said, sort of have that kind of narcissistic trait a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, it's the personality it's type. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that really goes into it because they're like. It's not enough that I'm like singing in front of this band. 
I got to like get some weird ass instrument on stage yeah. to be like, look what else I can do. Exactly. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, dude, you don't have to do that. I know. It's, it's, well, <laughs> if you're, and I still, I'm, I'm a cynical person in general, but I still hold the belief that if your music is super fucking awesome, like it will get recognized somehow. Yeah. Like, so if you're a singer and you make super badass fucking music in some way, it will probably get recognized without you needing to grab the harmonium. And you can usually find yourself if you're like th- uh, in that kind of train of mind where you're just trying to figure out uh, what you can do to kind of add more to your music. And you're starting to grab like a Kodo or. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh-huh. no. Yep. Seen it. Been there. I've seen it. So stuff like that. I think of like Led Zeppelin. Like, there is a band where, like, each member was considered a very good musician. And, mm-hmm. like, Robert Plant especially, like, obviously just killer rock vocalist. But just, like, he's, like, very talented and skilled. And everyone yes. recognizes how good of a singer he is. Mm-hmm. And, like, he didn't need to take out anything. I mean, there's he did play harmonica a little. Yeah. But that was, like, on the super bluesy songs. Yeah. And, it was just and honestly, like, he was good enough at harmonica. He was. And that's, yeah. It's I won't like, say he's, like, fucking amazing. Yeah, but, like, but it's harmonica. It's yeah. like, who cares? What well, can you do? Yeah. <laughs> and if I ever hear a fucking chromatic harmonica again, I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> so that's... What's that guy's name? Toots McSomething. Oh, the one that's on the Jocko, Jocko shit, yeah. Yeah. So, like, shit like that. But, like, Ro- or Robert Plant is good enough at harmonica yeah. I mean, just it, to make the sound that he wanted. I think so. It really worked, because, like, again, he used it very sparingly. Mm-hmm couple couple blues songs and it like okay yeah sounds like sure sounds like blues it's better than when alanis morissette plays harmonica she does that yeah oh yeah oh she also plays flute on the track or two yeah Yeah. and he went so yes and like the thing is alanis morissette is good enough as a singer oh yeah she was already famous by the time she was doing that shit it's like why did you do that probably because she's really weird she is weird but maybe it's also just getting like Mm. i mean i get it like you're bored or maybe maybe she's bored yeah it's like but I don't know. Why do we have to suffer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's projecting her suffering onto us. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah. If you ever find yourself down the down the train of you need more stuff and not better music, you're in a danger yeah, zone. Yeah. You're in the danger zone. <sighs> Let's move on to communication and chemistry. So, so far this episode, we've actually been mostly talking about how hard it is to be a vocalist. Yeah. So you can't give us shit. Yeah. Except you totally can. Cause we're about to just. Yeah. Vocalist. You can skip ahead to the end. Now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this has been music. Since I want to die. Thank you. Vocalists for listening. Uh, no. So we're going to talk about like communication and chemistry in a musicianship setting, in a band setting, in a stage setting, live rehearsal, whatever. Vocalists, please learn how to talk. Yes, man. Please, just do it. I have spent so much time. I swear, like, one of the reasons I get so much work, like, as a pianist is because I am, like, a weird, like, translator. The vocalist whisperer. I'm the vocalist whisperer. (laughs) I'm so good. This is just me bragging now. I'm so good at figuring out what they want from, like, no clues. I don't know what it is. But I'm just like locked into that mindset and I just can suggest what they mean and like kind of get it rolling faster than other people can sometimes. I don't want that skill. <laughs> I don't want to have to do that. A wise man once said, be careful where you get good at. Exactly. Very wise saying. And I'm good at that and I have to do it a lot, man. It's really weird. Is that like a class? Because it should exist. Like how to talk to a band. For vocalists. Like, that should be a class. That really should. I mean, like, I know I'm not saying like as an instrumental you're automatically good at communicating with the band mm-hmm. but once you get to a certain point you all have sort of a common language that you're speaking yes and vocalists somehow miss that lesson i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't want to say it's like intertwined with like music theory because it's not but like when vocalists don't know like how to communicate form or communicate like structure or anything like that, that's like the first step is you have to be able to tell you where you are in the song. So let's say you're playing like a jazz standard. The form is A-A-B-A and a vocalist says, okay, now you take a solo and you take one A of solo and then they come in at B. <laughs> I, I cannot tell you how many times this has happened to me in like the last year. And I haven't even played shows for four months. You know what? It's true. And like what we were talking about earlier, it's like, yeah, you're saying it doesn't really have to do with theory. I mean, this is just counting. Yeah, exactly. It's counting. But I the like, problem is counting 
is also based in theory. It, and when, it, yes, and when you don't engage like that. Yeah, I guess. But it's such a basic. Uh-huh. Like, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, if you were to sing a song, you don't necessarily need to be able to count it. Right. But, like, if you're around a music enough, you think that would be just, I mean, it's Natural, not, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's like, fucking, you should know where the B is. It's a fucking jazz tune. It's not like we're doing some weird time signature crazy shit or anything. It's, like, just 16 measures. Yeah. Or, like, whatever. Exactly. Like, so... Things like that, to me, are the most frustrating. Or, like, when they try to communicate, is like, let's start at this spot. These are the lyrics at yeah, that oh spot. Oh, my God. If I... Uh, <gasps> <gasps> that means nothing to me. <laughs> It'll always be, like, in the middle of a measure. Too. Exactly. It's like, it's like, dude, you're talking about, like, the pickup to the next bar. That's not even the start of that spot. Uh, I can't deal with that when they're like, here's the lyrics I start at. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't have those. And I run into this opposite problem, too, when I'm like, let's take it at, like, the beginning of the bridge or, like, after the solo or something. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, where's <laughs> yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how do you not know? Oh, actually, I did that a few times. And uh, this would be the same thing happened, the same person every time. I would be like, okay, let's, um, that was okay. Let's start at the bridge. And then I count it off, right? And then uh, starts right at the top. <laughs> every <laughs> single time. No matter what. And then we had to go through the other two minutes of song just to get no. to the bridge to rehearse. And then they fuck it up again. Okay, let's start at these lyrics. And then we start at those lyrics, but she does the melody at the top over those lyrics. What? Yeah. What? I've seen it. What? I've seen it. You've seen things, man. I have seen it all. You should, you should write sure. a book, bro. <laughs> at this point. Maybe. Maybe. I've seen Confessions of an <laughs> I might write that book. I have seen everything. I have seen people give me a chart uh, with a title on it that's the wrong title. <laughs> it's like, I, uh, I think, I mean, this might not be true. I've seen but. a 15-page chart for me and Bobby McGee. I've seen it. I've seen it. That's a, like a two-minute-long country song. Ah! All right, what are you going to say? I just would like to say the funny thing about that was... The whole story behind that is we get this chart originally. Oh, yeah. And it's like, what, like two pages or something? Yeah. Like the first one she gave us for the rehearsal, right? Yeah. It's like two pages because it's me and Bobby McGee. <laughs> Doesn't need more than that. But yeah. she didn't have the key change in there or something, right? Yeah. And so we didn't do the key change. And, of course, she was all like, what the fuck, guys? You messed up. Yeah. What? That's it's not like, right. And we're like, what? My bad. Yeah, you gave and then us finally, we're like, oh, you want a key change that you didn't what, write down or talk and, about. And, and that home. was like after a couple minutes oh, yeah. of trying to translate in my head. Yeah. Like, it's like, I think we played it right. I mean, as far as this chart says, so it's like, yeah. okay, you want a key change. So literally all I had to do was like, okay, on this repeat, yeah, go up could, a whole step. We could have communicated it like, yeah, in real time. Right. And so that's what we did. Like, so then we like, okay, make a little note on the sheet done. And then for the gig, she walks up. She's like, Oh, I did, redid the chart <laughs> for the key change. We're like, okay, fine. That's great. Yeah. yeah. 12 pages. It was 12 pages. Well, like, translation from I fixed up the chart is I bought it off sheetmusicplus.com, which is the biggest shithole fucking charts in the world. And I don't know how many times I've ended up with 19 page charts of the simplest bullshit I've mm -hmm. ever seen in my life. I think this kind of comes down to, I, I mean, this probably applies to all instrumentalists, but like, I just noticed a lot more vocalists like, Depending on what you want to do, you need that much education. Yes. Like, you, if you want to just front an indie band and sing folk songs, you sure. probably don't need to know what the, where the bridge is or anything like yeah. that. Or you might even know what it is because it's a little more like it's a more, you're coming from that perspective. Yeah, a but more like, obvious, yeah. But yeah, if you're bringing charts to people or you're doing a jazz thing, it's like <laughs> you need to know these that's, things. That's a really good point. Like, why are you bringing us charts if you can't, if you don't know what's on them? Mm -hmm. Like, you're subjecting yourself to a lot of, yeah. like, potential problems. Yes. I mean, I've, and I've worked with, like, very good vocals who, like, have charts and, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, and, they made them or made them with someone else. I don't know. But like, yeah, they're correct. And yeah. they know what's happening. Exactly. Like, and they maybe oh. if you're lucky, they can point out where you are on the chart. Yes. Dude, <laughs> I went through like a really bad stretch a couple years ago, like six months of like horrendous vocalist gigs and like all these horrendous charts and a lot of extra work for me. And then I played this one gig with a vocalist and uh, we were just doing a brief rehearsal beforehand. And uh, she said. Oh, uh, can we take it from the, uh, can we take it from the Senyo, please? And I was like, what? Uh-huh. And I was like, um, yes, we can. And then still in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, she, she doesn't mean she's, it. She doesn't, she doesn't fucking mean it. There's no way. And then she counts it off in good tempo. And then she starts singing at the Senyo and everything makes sense. And I was like, oh, this is what it's like. 
This is what music is like. There are very good vocalists out there. There are. There are very good vocalists. And like, I don't even know if she was like a good vocalist. I didn't even really care at that point. I mean, I she think, sounded good. So yeah, she yeah, was good. I think that's like, it should be considered part of it. Is yeah. Because like, we're kind of judging that shit. Like if you Absolutely. showed up to a rehearsal and they were like, take from here and like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, you'd be fucking fired. Yeah. There's no fucking way. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like if if vocalist ever said to a bass player, like, oh, let's take it from the bridge. And the bass player's like, where's the bridge? Is it at these lyrics? The vocalist would, fuck, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the vocalist would fire you. Maybe. And they, and they deserve it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess, you know, I guess it's because, like we said earlier, like, because vocalists aren't really getting hired for things, since it's all on them, they're, mm. the, the level to do, get gigs is pretty low, because it's just like, oh, I just have to send off my press package, yeah, do a yeah. demo, and then, hire blah, some, blah, blah, and then hire some poor asshole like you <laughs> like to come in and, <laughs> and, like, kind of fix what they're, and that's the thing, like, it's a really good point. So, when you're engaging with music in that specific way, you don't, you aren't around enough musicians a lot of the time to really learn the vocabulary in that way. Yeah. And you really have to sell and like resources on the internet. A lot of people like to say that it's easier than ever to teach yourself music. I think the ubiquitousness of resources on the internet makes it harder because oftentimes you're going to come across a video or let's say you're looking up a uh, form tutorial on YouTube, right? Oftentimes this will be coming from a person who doesn't do it yeah. enough. So then you're taught wrong, but then your convictions are stronger. Mm-hmm. So it's harder. It's like harder. You just have to hang out with musicians. That's what it comes down to. You have to learn yeah. to speak the language that you're appro- approaching people. Well, I was with. just thinking and like this, you know, when we were in college and like, we'd have like, you know, every semester you took an ensemble class. Mm-hmm. And so like, and it's we, different every time. It's yeah. different every time, but we were like, okay, here's a room, and each one's time, it's like a different group of people, and so it's like, you have to sort of learn to speak with each other, and as you continue, everyone gets a little more, like, with that language, and for whatever reason, they didn't usually let vocalists do that. Like, I know it happened It happened, yeah, you're right. But it was mostly m- instrumental. That's partially because we were studying jazz. True, in and that like, sense. I it, mean, I'm glad we didn't have to have vocalists in every ensemble, yeah. honestly, because sometimes vocal jazz makes me want to die. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, there was a couple times, like, the, when we were in on Randy's group, and Natasha was singing. Yeah. Yeah, right? That, well, that totally worked. And it was fucking great. Yeah. And, like, you know, she could hang and, like, talk and That's everything. Good. So yeah, because like, she tried, man. Yeah, so, but, like, I'm just wondering, it's like, okay, why, why aren't, like, the vocalists would have, like, their jazz choir or whatever? Why wouldn't, why weren't, weren't they in more groups? Like, why didn't they have a class yeah. that was a, mo- a little more, like... And we're just talking about strictly about people going to college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, on that level, like, yeah... I mean, we're never going to sit here and say Cornish is the fucking greatest school of all time. We have our big... That should be an episode, dude. Oh, God. That's I mean, a good fucking idea. probably close it down anyway, fuck it. Yeah. So, like, uh, yeah, Cornish is, like, not a fantastic school. Um, and the fact they don't let vocalists join ensembles, I, I didn't think about that. Yeah. I mean, it happens, but it's just not, like, required or involved. Yeah, Are they, it's like, not even encouraged. I mean, I know they had, like, you know, for their, like lunchtime performances or whatever they would have you know like a trio behind them and like that was part of it was like okay Mm -hmm. you have to get your chart ready and stuff but like that's still not really you interacting with the group exactly that's you doing the eventual buying stuff from sheet music plus (laughs) (laughs) that's what they're teaching though it's just like a little removed only (laughs) only like one or two degrees removed from that oh geez it all makes sense Uh but like if you're not coming from college it's like even obviously it's even harder because like you really have to force yourself mm-hmm. into being exposed to the music language. Yeah. And the music language isn't like, you know, the circle of fifths no. or it's, it's not like these theoretical concepts. It's like structure form and uh, like terminology to get people to do what you want faster. Yeah. Like if a vocalist never said anything to me about like the circle of fifths or anything, I would be happy. They would, yeah, I don't care. There's no reason. That's for not that. the point. Of what I mean, like doing. you and I wouldn't talk about that in rehearsal. No, nope, like, never ever. <laughs> like or like, uh, what's something that we would talk about in rehearsal? We could maybe be like, how are you voicing this chord or yeah, like, what are yeah. you adding on that? I don't like, need to hear for that from a vocalist. No, no. Like all I need from them is structure. Really, actually, when it comes down to it, structure and like the key they're singing in. Please, I'll talk about that in a minute. <clears throat> Yeah, so, <laughs> like, all I need from them is, like, structure and language that makes sense. And I don't even need, like, the terms I'm, I'm super, sure. the most familiar with. As but long like, as you can communicate as it. As long yeah. as you can communicate it. And I've I've heard a lot of different ways to communicate things. And as long as they're consistent and make sense, it's fine. And I get it. Music's hard. Like, there's a lot of times where, like, this thing's, like, really actually a pre-chorus. Sure. Even though it's part of the know. verse yeah, in yeah, their yeah. mind. And I get it. That can be hard. 
But like, I honestly think if you listen to music enough and hang out with musicians and do all this stuff that you're eventually going to learn this language. So you just have to put in the time. I think so. I think so. And like, I don't, I would, okay, like you said, eventually we're going to have like a vocalist on here to redo this one. Yeah, we're going to redo um, it and get a balanced perspective and the vocalist will be really awesome and it's going to be great. Well, I wanted, I know like really good vocalists yeah. do this, but like I wonder on like more amateur or learning level or when they're younger even like, you know, listening to songs, it's like, are they just kind of focusing in on the singing? Mm-hmm. Are they listening to like, yeah, the forms and the yeah. instrumentation they, yeah, things but like that? I don't, you know, they're just listening to the vocals. Well, a lot of the time. Yeah. And that's what I wonder. I'd like, so I would like, I would like to know from someone who actually mm-hmm. like knows about these things. But, yeah. you know, for us, we listen to all sorts of shit. Yeah. We like, listen. We, it's not like I'm just like guitar, guitar. Like <laughs> I love listening to guitar, but yeah. I don't do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. So this is. I had a train of thought and it is fucking it gone. Wrecked. Left the station, it derailed and it mm-hmm. crashed into two hundred vocalists. <sighs> <sighs> so yeah, let's <laughs> let's talk about the, kind of along the same lines, uh, chemistry issues or chemistry non-issues. Well, I think this is where it will show if you listen to the band when you listen to music or if you just listen to yourself. Yeah, like this is a good. This yeah. is where it'll start. <laughs> so when you're in a band as a vocalist, you sometimes have to rehearse with this band. And as much as the band doesn't want to do it. <laughs> and uh, that's funny you mentioned that. That is, in my perspective, comes from having so many shitty experiences. Not because I'm lazy, not because I don't want to do it, just beca- not because I don't believe in their music, although that's all probably also true. Um, it's just because I've had so many, yeah. countless, probably thousands at this point, of horrible experiences with vocalists not knowing yeah. anything, the yeah. basics. So like I'm already in this mindset, which is bad, I guess <laughs> it's like well, a defense, <laughs> it's a defense mechanism. So they come in, we come into a rehearsal. I'm already like, they need to prove something, you know what I mean? <laughs> which is really bad. And it's also probably like a little sexist. I don't know. Most vocalists are women and I don't know what the deal is with I that. Mean, I mean, that, yeah, but like also, like I feel like we have the same thing with male vocalists too. Like oh, yeah, if you dude. come into it, there's just not as many. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. probably true too. Yeah, there's a lot of male vocal. I've worked with a lot of male vocalists sure. who've also made me want to die. Exactly. So therefore, yeah, yeah. I'm not sexist. Is that how that works? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, interacting with a band can be hard. Musicians, I'm going to say this again. Musicians are also stupid. Oh yeah, yeah. Musicians yeah. are fucking dumb, dude. And I'm not excluding myself from this. No one was. No. Yeah, exactly. So just before anyone thinks that I'm like some super fucking genius, I'm also an idiot. I promise. Um, When you're a vocalist interacting with a band, you have to be really attentive to the chemistry and uh, the kind of thing you're putting, the energy you're putting out into this band. Mm -hmm. Because what's going to happen is whatever energy you put out and whatever communicative skills you have are going to be amplified times 10. So for instance, um, you and I have played with a vocalist who does a lot of, uh, like soul covers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, honestly it's a pretty awesome experience cause he can communicate Yeah, and he like leads the band in like a unique way. Cause he's not like a knowledgeable, like musical sure. theorist or whatever. And I don't even think it's like, I mean, it's unique in the sense that no one else runner does that, but I think, <laughs> you know, that comes from just this history of all these great soul vocalists who, you know, Back in the day, if you listen to like a Marvin Gaye live thing, he's totally up there leading the band. Yeah, like, and he is doing it very competently in yes. ways that make sense. Yes, and he like, it's integrating into the song. Yeah, like, he'll be vamping and he'll be like guitar, take yeah, it, yeah, in, yeah. Or, you know, and like then that. he'll be like, "Ah, oh, good solo, break it down on the one." Uh, yeah, bam, bam. yeah. yeah. It's like, everyone's like, "Yes, I know what that means." <laughs> can <laughs> I get? Can I get two hits? Bow, bow. Yeah, yep, yeah, exactly. And it's shit like that is super wonderful, and there is a lot of history there to kind of draw from. Yes, in terms of that, but like. But kind of my point was, is it amplifies the experience of me playing with him in a really good way. Like, it makes me want to gig with him, which is somewhat rare for me with vocalists. <laughs> like Rare for me for most music, I would yeah, say. Yeah, for most music in general. But, like, it, it's like a positive experience. And, like, you know that there could be something new happening at this show. And oftentimes yeah. there is. 
I've definitely, and it's yeah. and it's not going to turn into a train wreck because he's trying something he's never you, you know. know and even if it does it's still like that's kind of part of music because yeah. like we'll do that too we'll just like be jamming and then also be like let's mix it up a little yeah. and it's like might suck and sometimes or it might it's be a honest. disaster yeah, but like and like and also and from his perspective he's a very positive guy and you know that when you kind of go for these riskier stuff like he'll be there with you yeah he's exactly. part of this ensemble exactly. he's not the person in front uh, and with mm-hmm. you guys behind he's a part of this band. Oh, I've noticed that so much, too, with, like, some vocalists where there's such that divide mm-hmm. where it's, like, singer, and then here's the rest of us. Yes. And, like, the whole time we're playing, you know, they'll be up there just doing their thing, and you'll be at the back of the band's all just, like, kind of looking at each other. And, yeah, like, we're trying to, like, salvage the sinking ship. Or, or, like, not, yeah. or even if it's, like, fine, like, everything's fine, it's just still sort of, like, just, okay, this is where the music's actually happening. Right. The sing, like, okay, the singing's happening, and then, oh, here's, like, this little instrumental section, and we can kind of, like... Uh, but like you're not included in it and there i've definitely worked with like uh yeah a fair share of vocals who can do that and come together but most of the time if i'm doing these sort of like singer songwriter gigs yeah. it's it's sort of like it's you sing and then we're kind of the background thing yeah and, we're the wallpaper and we're like, the we're the like the icing or whatever yeah it's, it is it's it's more annoying so i guess if i were to give advice for a vocalist um try to integrate yourself into the music uh, musicianship as much as possible. Yeah, and you don't have to play harmonium to do that. No, you do not. And <laughs> it is recommended you don't for a very long time. So that that's, I think, a simple way to kind of put this. To have us enjoy it as, like, professional musicians, try to incorporate yourself into our language as much yeah. as possible. And... Uh, I think by extension, we'll probably try and reach out to you as well. And that's the thing, you know, it'll still be like, it'll still be your show. I mean, it's, we're just like the hired guns or whatever. Yeah. Like people are still there to see you. And it's like, that's what they care about is like your performance and everything. Yeah. But it will make the performance so much better if you just kind of like yeah. throw us a little bit of a bone here. <laughs> totally. And again, like you just said, I'm okay with the vocalist getting all the attention and getting all the, you know, the front man stuff that comes yeah, with it, yeah, you know, yeah. as long as they like bring us in as part of this band and we're just, we're not just the wallpaper. Mm-hmm. We're not like the fucking tea cozies yeah, well, or just, whatever. It makes you not enjoyable to work with and makes me not want to put as much effort in. Yeah. And, like, and that, and, and it represents itself in a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. I think the way we've been approaching it so far is like, you know, just kind of a language perspective in terms of struck like music yeah. communication, but it can also come from being a giant fucking asshole. Sometimes <laughs> singers can be giant fucking assholes. Yeah, sorry that you don't know how to like communicate, but it's not, that's not my fault. Exactly. <laughs> but the problem is the, the the gap between your languages is so gone that they can't even see it and you kind of can't either. Yeah, it's frustrating. But the difference is you're playing music and that's kind of the language you've been speaking for a million years and they're coming in probably a little fresher, a little greener, and then they're trying super hard to just be like their own personality. Yeah. And it's like, Ugh. and you've probably been in the situation on stage where you fucking hate playing what you're playing. Oh yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the time that comes down to, you don't respect the music coming from the vocalist. Mm-hmm. I'd say so. So I don't know. I mean, I can have, I can have a good time with music. I don't really like. Yeah. If the chemistry is yeah. there. Like. Sometimes I don't really like playing soul covers that much. Nah, you know, yeah. they're fun, like, but like. Yeah, like yeah. I, I've played, uh, I've played that fucking, um, I don't even remember the name of that song. It's like, yeah, My Prerogative. Sure, yeah. I've played My Prerogative like 9,000 times, but it's, I still can have fun just being part of yeah, the exactly. music ensemble. Exactly. I can kind of create my own fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's just recap. Vocalists, if you want to. Uh, be more successful in the chemistry with your band because I'm sure you've all noticed like musicians can be a little uh, I don't want to say like irate but like um, just a little prickly I guess it, it can yes. be hard to tell what will set them off in a particular way and it's just because they have so many learned experiences from working with singers that are just disasters and all this stuff so just try your hardest to incorporate their language into your communication as much as possible. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I s- promise that work will be rewarded 10 times over minimum. I would say so. Yeah. So to all the vocalists that do all that, good for you. I can, I can think of quite a few. So shout out to all we're you. We're not talking about you when we say the bad things. Yes, that's right. 
and I'm pretty sure. Honestly, like, kind of. It's not like we work with those musicians after. <laughs> like, well, then again, we're not working with fucking anyone because it's goddamn yeah, coronavirus. Uh, yeah, <sighs> yeah. So again, true. this all applies to when we're actually like playing shows. So th- there's that. But I think that pretty yeah, much I think, does I think it. we got it out again. Keep an eye out for part two at some point. Yes. So uh, to recap, we're gonna have a vocalist on here that is probably a good example of what we're talking about. As someone who's good. Yeah, someone who's good, but also can give us more of a balanced mm-hmm. perspective and hopefully can tell about the frustrations. Yeah, that she, I don't know what she has. go through. I know you have to like drink tea before you sing. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, like, I, don't I, don't know. Exactly. Exactly. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, shit like that. And also, you know, maybe, maybe there is some like, we have huge biases, whether it's like latent sexism or like whatever. I hope he or she comes in and like, Helps us explain because I'm sure our biases are very strong at this point. And reaching no. out was a good thing. Re- yeah. <laughs> reaching out will be a good thing. Keep an eye out. Hopefully that won't be too long. I think we should do that kind of soon. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, as always, like and subscribe. Absolutely. Uh, we have YouTube now. Mm-hmm. Follow us or subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, like us on Facebook. We post um, a bunch of music to listen to each week. Um, what we're talking about in a little bit here will be posted on Facebook. And then all the podcast shit, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, tune in. We're on all that. Just fucking listen to us and share it with your friends because we're fucking funny. Got it? Got any rants for us? Uh, <laughs> Got any rants for us? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's like a personal rant. Uh, okay. So I did a live stream thing yesterday yeah. with Bear X. Yeah. It was pretty good, but... Um, we hadn't practiced in like, uh, like a month, maybe, because yeah. it's quarantine and everything like that. And like... Man, I'm so rusty. <laughs> it was like it was it rough. Go, it dude. goes away, dude. It definitely goes, it goes away. away. I mean, like I've been like still like teaching and playing, but just like it's not the same. It's not just being with like a band again. It's just been like, oh my god. <laughs> I I feel that, dude. I um I played a wedding gig, got a socially distanced wedding gig, like three or four weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it it came back because it was a four hour gig, sure, plenty yeah. of time. Yeah. But um. At first, I was just like, whoa, whoa, what mm-hmm. the fuck is happening? Ah, I just fucked up. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Like, my fingers are just like, Ugh. And I, I've been actually, during quarantine, I've been kind of, like, practicing more than I usually do. So different but live, like, it's, I guess. It's just yeah. so different live, yeah. And, like, kind of keeping on top of communication. Because communication, on a, like, during a song happens in really weird ways. Like, little... Yes. T- <laughs> like, that's kind of an interesting episode, too. But, like, it happens in really interesting ways that maybe if you're out of practice, like you can't pick up quite as fast mm-hmm. and you're just like more stressed out, your heart rate's higher and you're more prone to make mistakes when you're not calm. Yep. So if you're like just feeling a little slow, it can really compound fast. And I was really feeling it that Yeah, day. yeah, it's rough. It's rough. But it's whack. How about you? Uh, mine's a little baby rant. It's like during uh, the coronavirus times, a lot of emphasis placed on um, online interactions. And I just kind of want to say that Doing this kind of like pre-recording and like sharing files and all this stuff is really inefficient in comparison to doing it in person. It's just really sad. Oh, you're talking about like if you're like in a band or something and you're yes. sort of like... and you're sharing tracks with each other uh, one instrument at a time. And like say like you have a, a thing where you have to get like the bass tracks, the drum tracks, the singer tracks, all the keys tracks, and you have to do it individually and then recompile them and then do retakes if they're bad. It takes an eternity and like you can't like not being able to diagnose it in real time yeah is really yeah. really hard for me because i like a i'm an extremely impatient person and b it is like just a horrible process but yeah. like it's all we have it is i mean i get it like i know that happens a lot where they'll be like you know in real music and they'll be like oh we want this guy on guitar and he's like in the other part of the country so they'll like send him the track and i'll just do a couple takes of a solo or something sure that's usually okay yeah so just kind of doing that but yeah to like sort of like build the whole song up like that it's it's hard and that's kind of what we're dealing with and there's and that represents itself in other ways like people really tried to have rehearsals with a a quote-unquote low latency program okay called (laughs) jam kazam i don't know if you've heard of it um it's yeah it's basically they've knocked down via uh, technology like but like buffer sizing and like rollbacks things things like that they've knocked down the latency to like i want to say if you're in the same city 20 milliseconds maybe okay. 15 I mean, yeah but it's yeah. still it's horrendous still, well, it's just different like, you can't groove at that tempo nah. or at that latency and also you're just not in the room with everyone and you can't hear it like yeah you can't hear it the same and like honestly like i appreciate people trying all this stuff and that's good and i know people it, are dying to do something but like is it worth it after a certain point like yeah can you just 
I mean, who can knows we, when this shit's going to end, but, like, yeah. can you just wait it out? Yeah, can, can, like, can we, like, even not even wait it out, can we slow down? Slow down, sure, Slow yeah. down and really assess what we can do mm-hmm. in this new context. Yeah, yeah. So I get frustrated with just how much longer the process takes and everything. <sighs> yeah, that's pretty much my rant. Yeah, fair enough. What do you got for listening? Uh, I have to look up something real quick on mine because oh, I forgot who how plays. About I, how about I start then? Yeah, I think you should. Right. So um, <laughs> the past few days have been really uh, binge. Hang on, I'm putting Wikipedia. Can okay, you, can you sorry, hold on. I can't. Anyway, I've been listening to okay. <laughs> I've been listening to uh, a bunch of orchestral music. I've been kind of like binging it, just kind of going through my old favorites, you know. And I found this super dope ass recording of one of my favorite orchestral pieces, which is Debussy's Second Nocturne. And um, for orchestra, and it's really dope. This particular recording does a really great thing at the climax. I love where it's kind of like a the climax is kind of a combination of the two giant sections of the piece. And a lot of recordings don't have the first section loud enough, you know, where it contrasts super fucking hard over yeah, the new yeah. theme. And this one, uh, I think it's the Berlin Philharmonic uh, in like 2018 or something really recent. They like the fucking violins are slamming the shit out of the first theme over the trumpet fanfare, and it's a, it turned out it's a really good recording. So I'm gonna make you guys listen to that shit. I'm sure they will all listen to that. Yeah, <laughs> they're much more li- likely to listen to my free jazz album oh, that I've what been do you into. Got? What do you got? Uh, I am listening to the Dave Holland Quartet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Conference of the Birds. Oh my god, so many bird shit on this. I literally thought about that as <laughs> as I was picking the song. I was like, yeah. oh yeah, fuck. Actually, the song that we're gonna play. It's one of those bird mimicking songs because everyone's really creative. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, really cool. It's like um, it's that ECM sound, I guess. You yeah, know? yeah. It's just like it's like free jazz, but it's not just like the ding, 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 yeah, kind yeah. of thing. More it has composed. It, it has a core. Yeah, it has a theme, perhaps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I ECM is probably oh my, my favorite God. free jazz. And yes, I had to look up the personnel because I forgot to do that beforehand. Gotcha. But fucking killer so dave holland on bass obviously mm-hmm. then you have sam rivers and anthony braxton on horns and barry altschul i'm gonna fuck that name up okay. he played with like chick Corea and paul play and everything on percussion and he does a lot of it's like drums but also a lot of weird like sounds yeah. kind of shit cool so, very cool album from like 73 i think but. that's awesome mm-hmm. well thanks for uh, joining us and listening to this entire episode about <laughs> vocalists and how much they suck <laughs> Um, please direct all hate mail to Jake's email. Fantastic. at gmail.com. Jake.seely at gmail.com. This is getting censored. S E L E. Getting censored so hard later. Uh, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, my name is Jake. I'm Matt. And this has been Music Sucks and I Want to Die. Follow, like, subscribe, do all that shit. Bye.